Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, and welcome back to another new episode of Couch Talks on Uni Therapy. My name is Kat, and if you are noticing that maybe I sound a little bit more excited than I usually do on here, it's because I am, because today marks the two-year anniversary of Uni Therapy podcast. And usually on Couch Talks, I answer questions that you guys send to me at Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. Side note, you can still send some emails to me or questions. But today, we're going to do something different because this is UniTherapy's second birthday and I wanted to celebrate. And the way I am going to celebrate with you guys is one saying thank you. Like, thank you so much for listening and, and being a part of this for the last two years or even the last week, if you just found out who we are. And how I want to celebrate this year is by putting in my favorite, well, some of my favorite, this was hard to choose, but these are some of my favorite moments from the podcast in the last year. So there were like a bunch of moments that really stuck out, but I chose three moments where I remember just being like immersed in the content and it has nothing to do with anything I said. I do want to say that I do a lot of episodes on here by myself where I just am teaching or talking to you guys about something I'm passionate about or answering your emails. And I've had some freaking amazing guests this past year. And I will say I've had some guests on the podcast that... I never thought I'd actually be able to have beyond my my little show. So I'm so grateful for that. And also I'm grateful for what I learned from these human beings, because as much as I'm an expert in my field, there are other experts out there that I just love learning from. And I also can learn from experts in my field because one of the people on here is a therapist. So I'm going to introduce you and play back three of my favorite clips from the past year. And hopefully, if you haven't listened to the episodes, it might encourage you to go finish those episodes. But if anything, you can get some of the the wisdom and nuggets that I have gotten from these because I'm thinking of that TikTok video that is like, 
what's a clip that lives in your head rent free? And like these three are clips that like will forever live in my head and I love them so much. So we're going to start with a clip from my episode with Justin Baldoni, which he was on an episode where we talked about undefining masculinity that came out in August. And he is a actor, producer, director. He now has his own podcast called The Man Enough Podcast. And he wrote a book called Man Enough, which started my whole like desire to, to have a conversation with him because I read that book and it opened my eyes. So he came on and he talked about, I had asked him a question about like, oh man, like I really don't have that many men that actually come in my office. Like I know men are in therapy, but the ability or it seems like the balance of men to women ratio is very off when it comes to therapy and doing this kind of work. And why do you think that is? And he kind of talked about something that kind of really opened my eyes because I'm all about men having feelings and... I do have some unconscious bias in there based on the culture I grew up in and how I was also conditioned to view men and to view masculinity. So I want to play this clip. It was one of my favorite things that he said. And I mean, I could listen to it a, a million times and it's still kind of like jaw drops, like light bulb moments. Me, even though I know what he's going to say, because <laughs> it's that good. So here is my clip um, that I love that lives in my head rent free with Justin Baldoni. It's very surprising how many quote unquote woke women actually have a lot of their own internal misogyny. And mm -hmm. what that yeah. looks like is I think a combination of a lot of things. One is we've all been raised the same way. Men and women have been socialized in the same way. Women have been socialized to view men in the same way that men have been socialized to view men and to view themselves. So there is a part of many women while they desire, I believe vulnerability in a man, there's a part of them that has been trained to be disgusted by it. Well, yeah, it's like in my head, I just thought like, vul be vulnerable, but like not exactly. too much. Well, and that's like, I want, my, <clears throat> I want my partner to cry, but I don't want him to be like too yeah, whiny. Want, yeah, and so, and what is that line? Right. And that's a really tricky thing. Uh, Glennon Doyle writes about this in Untamed and the responsibility that women have here. And really, this is a woman's conversation. I can't have the conversation for women. What I can, right. what I can tell women who are listening, assuming that most of your listeners are women, is that be very mindful of the moment a man opens up to you and your reaction. Because your reaction will train him whether or not it's safe for him to open up. Because if he can't open up with men, and he does finally open up with a woman, and the woman loses attraction or tells him to man up, which has happened many times. Yeah. You're creating a situation where a man literally has nowhere to go. Now I'm not mm -hmm. pro men, as I said earlier, putting their shit on women, but we have to start somewhere and there's nowhere for us to go. The idea of going to a therapist is like climbing Mount Everest for many men who've never trained. Like it's not going up and hiking your local mountain. It's jumping right into Mount Everest, talking to another dude, calling another guy and be like, hey, man, I'm struggling. That does not exist in our vocabulary, which is why so many of us men go to women and have made women our therapists. All right. So my second clip that I'm obsessed with from this past year was from my episode that I did with the freaking amazing woman, Kaiza, who's a trainer and also has an amazing Instagram presence and has created this platform to help get people moving of all abilities and body sizes and all of that called Just Move. So at Just Move on Instagram, go follow that. She's awesome. And I saw a video that was on her Instagram that had me in tears. 
and I sent it to, I think I sent it to Chase, Chase Locke and was like, Chase, I need to get her on the podcast, not thinking she would ever be on the podcast. And then she did. And then she came on the podcast. And in the very beginning, she was like, just so you know, I hate doing this kind of stuff. (laughs) And then we couldn't stop talking because we had such a good conversation. And there's a clip that I love from her where I had started to talk about the body positivity movement. And she thought we were going to have this big disagreement. But really, she said everything that I wanted people to say out loud about just body positivity, the body positive movement, body neutrality, positive body image, negative body image. It's so convoluted and like muddy right now. We're mixing them all up. And I don't think I said body neutrality. That's in there too. And so it was just an awesome moment where so much like power and like it was like you could tell her passion for what she believes and what she has learned to be true for her that I also align with came out. So I want to show this clip again because oh, it just like got me going. And I will say, if you haven't listened to this whole episode, go listen to the whole thing because she even had me tear up towards the end because of some of the stuff she was saying. And she just has so much passion in her. She's an incredible human. I mean, every person on the podcast has been an incredible human being, but she's an incredible human being. And what she does, there's so much love and empathy behind it. And I just think that's so cool and can be very rare in the fitness community. Hey guys, Kat here. And I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick, or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you Unique Therapy after you check out. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now 
Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So... Here's that clip. And again, if you haven't listened to that episode, I'll link all these episodes in the show notes. Go listen to the full one because by far top three favorite episodes was definitely with her. We're going to have a little argument right here. Okay. Okay. No, I love that. I'm actually not a fan of the body. Okay. Okay. Then, then that's good. We, I don't know that we'll get an argument. I want to hear why. I want to hear why. Because it's still summing up that women are what their body is. I'm like, why, why do we have to talk about the body? Mm. Body positivity would literally be not talking about my body at all. Leave my mm-hmm. body alone. Yes. Like, okay. Don't talk about my body. Because that's what body positivity is standing in the mirror saying, I like this about my body. So all you're reinforcing mm-hmm. is that what you look like is important and you have to love all that. Like that's to me, that's, there's nothing positive about that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't like the body. We just shouldn't have to talk about it. We shouldn't have to fucking talk about it. Yes. We shouldn't be defined by what we look like. Body neutrality is yes. the goal. The goal is, is that my body, I'm not on the roller coaster ride of where my body's at in any given season. I had this whole conversation. I think this is where the self-care started, the, the self-love video, because last year was really fucking difficult. Mm-hmm. We all went through a pandemic. It was very hard times, very, very hard times for everybody. Everybody experienced it differently. For me personally, as I am on social media and people, you know, people looking at me as like, you know, the definition of health or what it had to be, I was going through my own mm-hmm. roller coaster ride of I didn't have any motivation to move. I was gaining weight. I was unhealthy. When I don't move, my you know, mental health goes out the window. So I was going through a very, very difficult time. Sitting there telling me to look in the mirror and just love my stomach. What is that? Like I had this whole yes. thing about no. Yes. Okay. We're not going to argue because that's my, that's my point is I don't think I'll ever look in the mirror and say, I love my stomach. One, Amen. I'm not interested in doing that because my stomach looks different every single day, yeah. um, it, regardless of month to month. And so that is the energy that I would like to promote out there. And I think what I see that gets mixed up and I, and I'm trying to get more detailed with this and hopefully I, I can I can in the future is that the body positivity movement and having having positive body image are two different things, but they're getting tied together. Positive body image is, I think, more along the lines of body neutrality, where I might not like what my body looks like, but also it doesn't matter because what I'm doing is I'm taking the worth aspect and the value aspect away from my body and any part of my body, any aesthetic thing. And I'm, I'm understanding that worth is something that you're, I'm born with. 
and it I don't get to have more and I don't get to have less it just is that and what I look like is just that and we're moving on that's what I believe is having positive body image when I say like I'm glad that there's this push towards body positivity I'm I'm glad that people are starting to stop ripping people down and I'm glad people are 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 attempting to allow there to be more inclusivity when it comes to bodies but I think what I hear you which is good for me to hear too is really we should take that out and just stop talking about it because if we weren't Mm -hmm. talking about it then it actually wouldn't be an issue the reason that we're talking about it is because it is an issue yeah and I mean, on the bigger level, yeah. you know, corporations now, everybody's making a ton of money on body positivity. And I'm like, again, women yeah. are continuously summed up by what they look like. Stop talking about what we look like. Start talking about what we're doing in this world. Women are doing yeah. incredible things. Women run the damn world. Talk about what we're doing. Stop talking about what we look like. Okay. And for my third favorite clip, this is one with my friend, Tara Booker. And Tara is a therapist who lives and works in Nashville. I met her years ago, probably like almost 10 years ago when I worked at the treatment center that I worked at. And she is somebody who was like created to be a therapist, you know, like just as was created to do the work she does. And also somebody who does her work with so much passion and belief in what she does. Not to say that we don't all have bad days as therapists. But I had her on to talk about spirituality and faith and religion because I will tell you, if our spirituality and faith and religion and all that stuff hasn't been rocked within the last couple years of the world being in kind of a disarray, I don't know when it will be. It definitely was for me. And I just loved having a conversation with her about the truth of what we've come to know about all of that for us and how we get to define it in a way that works for us. And it just felt very good to have this conversation. So I had asked her what she thinks the difference between spirituality, faith, and religion is. And this is one of my favorite clips from the year because it was just very helpful and eye-opening to put some language behind this. And I do want to say, because this can be quite a touchy subject for some, this is coming from her beliefs and my beliefs. They don't have to be your beliefs. And if they don't align with you, you get to just kind of leave them at the door. But if they do align with you, that's awesome. And I hope that it can help you the way it helped me put some language to some things that felt intangible, I guess would be a good word. So here's that clip with Tara. I think I'll start in the simplest way. When I think about the word spirituality, I think about words like peace love, full, safe, and the the visceral experience of being connected and being able to say that is a word I'm in right now. I think about spirituality in that way. And to kind of expound on that found what comes in those in those kind of um, labels that we use for experiences, those words, I think what comes with that is an idea of like capital T truths and everybody has their own right I think that's what's so that's what's maybe one thing that's different about religion and spirituality is like in spirituality your like capital T truths the truths that are foundational to you that you kind of come to come to an understanding of this is what I believe about me in the world that I think is spirituality it's not necessarily rational or reasonable reasonable or logical or scientific uh, necessarily or even emotional it's just this place where I just feel like I just 
this is just what I know <laughs> unequivocally without also any ability to explain why. So that's something that I think is a, a good frame for spirituality potentially is just what do I believe foundationally at the heart of all things of me, of the world. And then religion, you know, is more of the institution. I think we hear that a lot. I think a good analogy is like education is to school as spirituality is to religion. That's so good. <laughs> Did you just think of that? <laughs> as I was thinking about having this conversation, that came to me. That is so good. Like we may get an education in school. Yes. You also may not get a real true education depending on the school. And you can also get an education outside of school. There you go. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's the institution yes. that we've created okay. in order to hopefully the ideal is to connect with that thing, mm -hmm. right? To possess a sense of spiritual truth, a sense of knowing, sense yeah. of peace, all that. And and so religion becomes hopefully like a place we go to get some of that. Yeah, I have a lot of feelings about that that are coming up. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm my goal for this conversation was not to go on tangents, but it's going to happen because I think that sometimes again this is my opinion we put too much of our expectation and are too much of our foundation as you use that word in the religion versus the spiritual process and just the spirituality of it mm -hmm. so I think that is a beautiful way to relate this and and help people understand because that's one of the hardest things for people to separate yeah of like well I can't be spiritual or I can't have spirituality in my life and I can't and we'll talk about higher powers and all that I can't do that or I don't want to do that because I have this icky experience in my religion right. and in my church or whatever place you grew up going and they don't have to be connected because plenty of people have horrible experiences in school whether it was growing up in school or going up to higher education and they're wildly successful and intelligent outside of that and sometimes the school system fails kids yeah exactly so Thank hopefully you. that okay, helps that does yeah. help. and then the other word was faith yes faith it's interesting when i think about faith i think what comes to mind is like <laughs> That's just like an element of existence, whether we like it or not. Mm -hmm. Like we're all having faith every second of the day. And that's just like a belief in, a trust in the unknown. Well, you know what? Also, because you said that we're all having faith no matter what, I think that's really cool to say because people are like, I don't have faith. I'm like, but you almost have faith in the fact that you don't have faith. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. So I think that is actually great to help us view what faith doesn't have to just be. I don't it's know what not just, necessarily yes. spiritual, spiritual and it's not necessarily yeah. religious. I think it, just it like makes sense yeah. in those realms. Exactly. But like we have faith and gravity like that it's going to keep us to the ground yes <laughs> we're all just like trusting in that walking yes. around every we are not even thinking we are just but we don't know what is going on with it's that. like what are you putting your faith in versus <laughs> yeah. my faith is my spirituality there you go okay and Beautiful. I heard it really beautifully said also that faith is admitting our unknowing. It's not claiming to know anything. It's actually mm -hmm. believing like in and admitting and trusting at the same time of saying, I have no idea and I'm going to do it anyways. Mm -hmm. Right. Which I think shows up so much in the therapy room. Yeah. So there is my birthday present to you need therapy a little I guess sandwich of some of my favorite moments from this past year I hope you guys if you hadn't heard those clips those were helpful and maybe you go back and listen to those episodes and if you have heard them before I hope they were good reminders of some real goodness that came through in this past year
Again, I want to say thank you guys. No matter who you are or no matter how many episodes you've listened to, every single time you click play, I just want you to know that that means a lot to me because as much as I did this podcast to help other people, I'm also realizing through, I guess, the second year of of working on it that I'm also doing this for me. And it's been really helpful for me to have a creative outlet, to be able to have really cool conversations with people, to connect with you guys. Even though I don't know every single one of you, it's been really nice and really fun and scary at times and also very worth it. So thank you so much. And we're going into year three. We're doing it. So get excited. I already have some stuff planned that I am I want to say excited again. You guys know I overuse that word that I'm excited about in this coming year and have some guests and some topics that I haven't yet touched on that deserve some attention. So say it one more time. Thank you guys. Happy birthday. You need therapy. And I hope you guys have the the Wednesday and the you need therapy second birthday you need to have. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love and dating. I got a big heart and I'm very forgiving, but like don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV... This is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.